This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content. Oh, shut up. It's a, f- a football Friday. <laughs> Here we go. 503. We can talk. You know what it is? I've been listening to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving for the last hour and 20 minutes, and so. I'm a little baffled. Al Dukes down in Bradley Beach. How are we doing? Oh, hello there. Oh, let me back this off a little bit. Eddie Sounded fine. He goes, he goes, back off the game a little bit. It's a little distorted. Back it up, back it up. Then we begin. Uh, this Jets game last night, Jerry. Expected. So, ex- well, I'm, I'm going to say not expected. How so? For me. Well, I bet the Jets. Here's why. I thought <laughs> it would be so Jet-like to have an awesome game out of nowhere. Because everyone thinks Adam Gase's job is on the line, so it would be very jet-like to come out and just like put up five touchdowns, beat down the Broncos, and everyone go, oh, everything's good, and then the next week be terrible again. Right. But that didn't happen. Well, it was very jet-like that we found out before the game that his job was safe. <laughs> That's true. We did find out his job was safe. And then they go out and they play like crap. And they play chippy, and they play just sloppy, and they're just not good. And the Broncos aren't good either. I mean, that makes it even worse. I don't know. That Matt Rippon looked pretty good, Jerry. He's letting Who's Matt Rippon? What's his name? Brett Rippon? <laughs> yes. Who even knows? That's the thing. And then he went out and was... <laughs> he was okay. He was all right. He threw those key, those was, two terrible yes, interceptions. That they gave the Jets the lead. But they couldn't hang on. No. Well, it was one point, so... I got to say, first of all, these games end late. We wake up very early. So what I like to do is I watch a little bit, then I go to sleep, then I get up, then I I watch the game in fast motion. Yep. You know what I'm Love saying? Love it. I, so I do the same thing. Same thing. So I'll tell you when I shut it off last night. When after Sam Darnold went down, which we thought he smashed, snapped his shoulder. And Joe Flacco half, came in. When Joe Flacco showed up to that huddle with zero energy, zero, he looked like he, you had to shake him to wake him up in the huddle. I was like, goodbye. You know why? Goodbye. You know why? Because he walked out onto the field. There's no fans, and he realized he's the backup quarterback for an 0-3 terrible <laughs> football team. An 0-3 zero offensive team, and he's the yes, backup. and he's the backup. Let me go ahead and make a couple of throws, and I'm going to go sit down again and watch this crap. <laughs> so then I was very happy to see when I put the game on this morning that uh, Sam Darnold came came back out. Yes. 
Because I think it's important, even if the Jets are terrible all, all year, as they're going to be, that we see what we have in Sam Darnold, right? We so, listen to you. That's right. I'm a talk show host now, Jerry. This is how we talk. <laughs> we say we. No, we don't. <laughs> sometimes. then, Because then, then the Jet fan who's listening thinks, this guy's one of one of us. Okay. And Except you've go got a the... track record of 13 <laughs> years of not being one of them <laughs> and hating them. No, I never hated the Jets. The callers. Oh, the callers? Yes. yes. Right. The Jets of, of the local teams, I like the Jets. I know. It was fun when the Jets were good, when Rex was here. Uh, yeah. If you didn't become a Jet fan when Rex was here, then you you got no shot of ever being a Jets fan, because that guy was awesome. With he was, Sanchez, it was, and a, he's That gone. was a fun time. Think about those days. Man, guy, are we a long ways away from that. The guy had fun press conferences. He had uh, fetish videos that leaked out on the internet. <laughs> he had tattoos of his quarterback and his wife. Like It was just bizarre. Oh, yes, he was he bizarre. Was on, he was on Hard Knocks talking about getting snacks, eating snacks. Like it was, he He's was a lightning great. rod. He is a lightning rod. Yes. And then his fat brother is also awesome. So You know his fat brother? I mean, it's funny you, you reference him that way. Yeah. But his brother Rob does foot. So he was, Rob Ryan was with the likes of the Cowboys, with the Raiders, I believe with the Saints, I yep. think. Yes, right? sure. I mean, a really good career as a defensive mind, if you will. Yes. He and no disrespect to them, but they're not here in the country. He's like doing football analysis for Sky Sports. <laughs> Isn't that like London? Sounds like it. Yeah, I think that's the UK. There's not one American company that wants to no. hire Rob Ryan. No, there's we only have a million different broadcasters I've never heard of doing games. Ay, ay, ay. I would I'm, love him on a broadcast. I was looking at the who the who the Giants broadcast team is this week. I don't ever heard of them. Who, um, don't say Andrew Catalan again because he did his 100th game this past weekend. <laughs> it's like Adam Anin or Anon or who? I'm probably getting that incorrect. Adam Anin or Anon? Is he or, the old ESPN anchor? Maybe. And that's on what CBS or is that Fox? That's a Fox? Adnan Verk. Yeah, Adnan Verk. Yeah, Whoever he's. An, I believe he's. An, he's a former ESPN anchor. All right. If you say so, Jerry, I'm I gonna believe take, so. I'm gonna believe you. I think but so. Like, Who's he like doing he, it with? Who knows? Hold on. Let me let me Google this. I thought I, you had I, it. I uh, well, I know. I I look at it every time it comes out. Awful announcing always has it. Right. Awful the rundown play by play sheet. Yeah. What do you call those? A broadcasters. The play by play teams. Play by play teams, Jerry. Exactly. Announcing schedules. Here we go. Here we go. Now uh, your your 2020 Week Four announcing schedules. All right. We Who's doing the, Browns Cowboys? You right. Okay, Jerry, let me scroll. Uh, Kevin Burkhart, Daryl oh, okay. Johnson, Pam Oliver. Oh, so that's a Fox game. Okay. That's a Fox game. Giants-Rams, Adam Amin, Mark Schlereth, Lindsey Zarniak. Okay, that's that's cool. I don't know who Adam Amin is. I I think he I think he also is a former ESPN guy. I know they Adnan Verk was. Yes. They there have an Adam Amin and an Adnan Verk. <laughs> I don't know. How Adam Amin. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Do, 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 do. Let's see. How do I spell his name? Some things will never. A N I N. First name A-N-I-N? Adam. A N I N. Oh, A M I N. A is an apple. M is in Mark. I as in international. N is hmm. in Nancy. Okay, I'm checking him out. I'm checking him out. Yeah, he Check was. Out, he was Jerry. at ESPN. Yeah. All right. Wow, I didn't realize this too. TV announcer for the Bulls. How about that? How about that? And now he's doing a giant game. Good for him. I'm Pick sure he'll be few. very good. He did the. He's been doing the Bulls since 2011. I'm sure he'll be outstanding mm. with Mark Schlereth. Mm-mm-mm. Mark Schlereth is a bit of an outspoken fellow. He is. He is. 
He's not like a run-of-the-mill kind of guy. Not Rob Ryan, but he is. No, but- yeah, I, I do like him. And we like him, Jerry. Uh, this Sam Darnold injury, did you think that was a dirty slam to the turf? I did. I guess. Yeah, I can. I, I didn't like it one bit. I, I don't think it's the greatest thing in the world. It's it's like this fine line of what's dirty and what's not. Yeah. You know, in terms of football, and I've argued with not argued, but you know, I disagree. I didn't play the position like Boomer, obviously, but like when when a defensive lineman falls on a quarterback or something, and Boomer talks about them dropping all their weight on top of the yeah. quarterback and driving them into the turf. I don't know. It's just such a different game than when we grew up and all those NFL films we watched. You know, you had guys clotheslining guys in the middle of the field yeah. back in the day. So when I see that, I'm like, it's football. He got tackled. The guy fell on him. Yeah. It felt like he picked him up and slammed him yeah. to the turf. Again, I I, style. I I can totally see it. Yes, it probably should have been a personal foul in 15 yards. I didn't like that guy, number 45 on the Broncos. I okay. didn't like him because he was, he was a, a good player. Like, he seemed to be all over the field, always smacking guys So around. you were – jealous of him i was jealous of him i was like look at this guy he's always in in every play and he, he stood out because he had uh longer hair so he was you could pick him out and he was number 45 i was like i want to watch this guy because he slammed sam darnold to the turf but then he was in on every play and i was like i am jealous of him i am jealous that he's not slamming other go quarterbacks get that i don't want onto the ground i hear you I understand. You and almost then, sound like you were a real Jet fan last night. Yeah. How much? Now we, you must have you must have really been invested in this game. Hundred bucks. Fifty dollars. I bet. Okay. You bet fifty dollars on the Jets to win a football game. I did. Why? I've been feeling myself because I won all those. Um, then stick with the prop bets. bets. I know, but I was like, Jerry, this is a no brainer. The Jets are going to be jet like and win a game like, just to keep Adam Gase's your job. Your bread alive. and butter is picking a quarterback <laughs> to score a touchdown. And by the way, he runs for 46 yeah. yards and a touchdown. How yes. did you not do that? I don't know. That's a great question. I actually think my bet was better than yours. What was your bet? I bet $10 to win 800 that not a touchdown won't be scored between these two <laughs> lousy teams. That'd be a battle of field goals. I would have been worried about a pick six because yeah. of two bad quarterbacks. Listen, and it was over early. I didn't even yeah. have to worry about it. But right. I, to me, I'm like, these teams stink. We got two backup quarterbacks on one side. We've got the Jets who are just not good. I could see this being a battle. And you look at what the Jets did. That's what I expected. Five field goals. I also thought on that Sam Darnold QB run that you mentioned, he went to slide. Like again now that now this I don't where, like yeah. I don't like that the defensive guy picked him up and slammed him into the turf and hurt his shoulder. But in the same respect, he's going down the field. He starts to go into a slide, stops and keeps running. If a guy hits him there, I know penalty. I th- this is the problem with being a defensive player. You don't know how to approach certain plays, yeah. and it happens so quick. And then we'll watch it on instant replay seven thousand times and analyze it like it's a video game. I'm with you, it, and we we reference this all the time. It happened with the Giants and the Titans, I believe, and I think it was Vince Young. Eddie, help yes. me out with this, right? And the Giant defensive player went to hit him, but then held up because he didn't want to get a penalty, and he ran right around him. It was like... Uh, or, or when these uh, quarterbacks tiptoe down the sideline. Yes. And if you, God forbid, you shove them, it's 15 yards. a 15-yard penalty because they were near out of bounds. You couldn't be more right about that. Thank you. Couldn't be more right about that. It is. It's frustrating. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And that last touchdown that the Broncos got that really that finally did the Jets in, the Melvin Gordon run, that How was about an embarrassing defensive play. Oh, and he, he basically runs right into a pile. All right, yep. nothing here. Let me go nothing. that way. There's no right. one there. And then a, and a horrendous attempt at a tackle 
of Melvin Gordon down as he was going down like the at that line. point they gave up. I mean, let's be yes, honest. they gave up. I, right. I could not agree with you more. And I thought Greg Williams was a genius. This was a this was a quarterback that never played in the NFL. Yeah, not so genius. Seemingly, like uh, if you take away those two picks, which you can't, of course. But he had some really nice throws. Yeah, I thought. Well, a lot of these guys can throw the ball. It's a matter of can they actually execute at a pro level, right? You know, I mean, even the even a guy that wants a job like you want, backup that never plays can you know? Have you ever go out to a training camp and watch some of the no name quarterbacks that end up on practice squads? They can throw the damn ball. It's just what are they and how do they react when they're on the field? A little but different. Then, like like, and this is why I'd rather have a backup quarterback, not a veteran like Joe Flacco. Because if a non-veteran is your backup quarterback, he comes in, he wants to impress, win the job. Yeah. This show Flacco had zero energy. He really annoyed me yesterday when I saw him come on the field. But that, but if you remember, now let's go back to when he was with the Broncos. That was the big criticism of there, is that he, he's, there's no life, there's no energy, he's very blah, but he did win with the Ravens, so people kind of look past that. Well, you can't look past it when your team stinks and you need him to come in and Kind of help out a little bit. You stink. You stink. Yeah. Well, they are bad. Very all, bad. How about this, too? Now, the Jets have not exactly had the same history as the Steelers. Is that fair to say in terms of success? That's very fair to say. Okay. You realize, I read this this morning. I, I guess I can go back and check year by year, but this is the first time in the illustrious Jet history that they're 0-4 in back-to-back years. I would have thought that's happened before. <laughs> 100%. Right? Wouldn't you? Yes. They've had some terrible years. Yeah, very weird. I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Hmm. So, I'm boy. looking at the back of Newsday. Sad sacks. Like if you, oh Newsday, nice article by the way. Oh, thank if you. If you are, if you're Adam Gase, do you even sleep? Or are you just like waiting a, for the phone to ring? You sleep like a baby, Jerry. There's nothing you could do at this point. No, I know, and his contract's guaranteed. He's going to get his money. Blah 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 blah. But at the same time, like self-respect. Like you mm-hmm. look at this crap they're putting out. I'm Googling Jets' schedule. They have the Cardinals, uh, Cardinals next. next. Ugh, Sal made such a them. good point today. I, I mean, it was actually pretty funny. Sal Licata? No, Sal Bandy. Um, <laughs> it's not on the station. <laughs> Sal Licata this morning. He was on before us. And someone someone called up. I forget who it was. They're like, you know, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm trying to see where the Jets are going to win. And Sal goes, nowhere. You know right. why? Because everyone's better than them. <laughs> <laughs> Your one shot was last night. Right. People see you on the schedule and say, all right, that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right now, terrible teams are going, look, we do have the Jets coming up. Yeah. That we could potentially get a victory there. Oh, my God. You're yeah, you're right. Look at this Jets. You got Cardinals, Chargers, Bills, Chiefs. Chiefs Patriots back to back. What do you think? Forget <laughs> oh the Patriots gosh. for a second. What do you think the line will be on the Chiefs game? Uh, Where is that game? In Kansas City. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> it's a one o'clock game. Could they November possibly 1st. be a 21 point underdog? Three possibly. touchdowns? Possibly, yes. They'd have to be, right? Yeah. If, if they go into changes. that game 0 6, losing by an average of 15 to 20 points a game, yeah. and the Chiefs are 6 0, they've got to be a 21 point favorite. Yes. Maybe more. Eddie, what well, can you do me a favor? I actually we can do it during the break. We're gonna take a break. You're gonna Google something, Jerry? I well, I'm actually I gotta run out to the newsroom because I'm getting I'm running through and editing this uh Kyrie Irving Kevin Durant podcast, which I have to tell yeah. you is actually spectacular. You're Except enjoying it. For, 
Uh, well, because it's two hours. No, they, this, these podcasts that go on yeah, forever. I agree you with you. You and I have you. the right idea, Jerry. 15 minutes Yes, an hour. I don't disagree with you, but I will tell you, this is actually a really good listen because yeah. I didn't know a lot of what I've listened to. And it's just amazing how at the end of the two hours is where all this stuff with the coaching comes into play, mm-hmm. uh, where I feel like they've just now ruined the podcast, morons. Um, so I do have to go back and edit it. So can one of you guys do me a favor and Google during the break the biggest line in NFL history? So biggest we'll do line. that. We'll have an answer for you in a few minutes. It's the warm-up show until Boomer and Geo at 6. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts on the fan. Alan Jarrett now offering curbside delivery. <laughs> I had to queued up incorrectly. You think? <laughs> I was rocking out to it before the show, Jerry. Changes. That's a good song. We need to see changes. Yes. Why are you playing Come any on. reason why you're playing this? Come on. Come on, where? Um, I just I was liking the uh, Bruce Hornsby song yes. the way it is, and I was fiddling around with it on the piano. Then I was like, I remember there being uh, a, a rap hip hop song yes. from the '90s, and that was Tupac Shakur. Oh, okay. And it's all about needing changes, and I thought that's be perfect for the Jets today, Jerry. They need some change. We need some changes. Yeah. Did you, you guys get the line for me? I did. Twenty six and a half points. Was in uh, 2013, the Broncos were 26.5-point favorites against the Jags. The Jags covered in a 35-19 loss. Wow. <laughs> Big time covered. Do-do-do, do-do-do. Not even That's close. Just the way it is. Do-do-do, do-do-do. Some things will never change. That's just the way Jets is. Do-do-do. Did you see Vic Fangio <laughs> didn't want his team shaking yes. hands with the Jets after And the he game. didn't go shake hands with Adam Gase. Because he thought there would be a brouhaha. Yeah, because it was chippy. It was chippy, as you say, oh, Jerry. Your singing sounds like when you do the bird thing. <laughs> your little that was harmony the old, there. Uh, cockatiel we had would stare at itself in its little mirror <laughs> in the cage, and its hair would go slicked back. It would be like being romantic with itself, thinking it was another bird. And he was going, perfect for you before Gina. Being romantic with yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was like, but he's so happy to see another handsome bird in the mirror. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, so, yeah, they had, the Jets had a number of personal fouls at the end of the game. Six personal fouls in the game, Jerry. Yes. So Vic Fangio did not want a big fist fight at the end of the game, so there was no handshaking. I think that's a very smart move on his part. Yeah. You know what? Me it's too. a weird year. Let's not have anything stupid. Let's just move on. And um, they, uh, Gase and he work together, right? Yeah. And he says he owes him a phone call now. Gase well, does. All right. Go apologize. To apologize. Nope. Are you all right? Yeah. It's Friday. I get uh, excited on Fridays. Big plans, huh? Dinner. <laughs> what do you got? Same as Tuesday? Nothing. Nothing, nothing right now. <laughs> as of this secondary, nothing. You know, it's not even like back in the day where you could say, God, it's Friday. I can sleep. Nope. You still got to get up at 3.30 with right. the dog. I still get up with the dog. You're right. Now, does that keep you up or can you go right back to sleep on a, on a Saturday uh, morning? After... It takes me about 30 minutes. It does? Yeah. And then do you sleep later on Saturday morning than you used to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it For the at least most eight. part. If the dog can somehow wait until 
5 or 5.30 to wake me up instead of 3 or 3.30, then I stay up. Got it. You fight the system? I fight the powers that be. Yes, I fight the system, Jerry. I you, try to. You try to make sure she can just chill out for a couple more hours. Yeah. I tell you, it's a tough, I man. You got a routine going. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. The, the dogs do not know uh, uh, weekends over weekdays. That is very true. Hmm. Neither do we sometimes. No. Now, Jerry. <laughs> yes. You tell me you're going through this uh, this Kevin Durant podcast. Yes. And the big thing that's coming of it, and which uh, which stirred a lot of stories yesterday in social media, I did not see Evan's take on this yet because he's a very big Brooklyn Nets fan. And he just had a new son. And he just had a new son. But he did call into the show yesterday to yell about the the, the Jets, I think, with uh, Joe from the hospital. Room. He called in from the hospital a day after <laughs> his wife gave birth? <laughs> that's correct. God, be he with your in. family for five minutes, dude. He called in the preview of the Jet, the jet Thursday night oh, Of course he did. Okay. But Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving saying of their new head coach, uh, Steve Nash, that, uh, quote, I don't really see us having a head coach. And yeah, they this think it's more of a collaborative. We're all going to kind of be the coach. This one's a weird one, man, because yeah. I went through an hour and a half of this podcast, and it is as well thought out, um, informative. I think you'll learn a lot about these two. They're, they are incredibly likable for the first 90 minutes of this podcast. I Duran mean, and Kyrie. Dude, I, you love them. Like, you're yeah. listening to them, and you're like, Kyrie, like, why are you not like this all the time? Like, you know, because he's, I don't know what his deal is, but he can be moody, you know, to what some people will say. And it comes across on TV that way, too, sometimes. And you listen to this, and you're like, this is a good guy. And Durant, like, you love listening to him. And then we get to the whole coaching thing. And now now my skin's starting to crawl listening to it. Do they sound, and I know you'll have the clips during the real program, Boomer and Geo show. the real program. This is our real program. (laughs) This is the warm-up. Is this fake? No, but we're just like telling people, like, holy. How about this? I have a great idea. How about we take phone calls to make it real? (laughs) Call and yell at Al, 877 337 6666. No. So, what becomes unlikable about it? Do they sound. Does this sound like it was a. Like that they talked to Steve Nash and they all agreed they're going to be collaborative head coaches? This is where it starts. Now, I'm not through it all yet. You're right. But so. The host, Eddie Gonzalez, I believe is his name, you can tell has a relationship with Durant and they're really good together. And so he takes the jab at them. So when did you decide to fire Kenny or hire Steve? Something like that. I forget what it was. And it starts out fine where Kyrie is basically like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We did not. I'm I'm tired of this narrative that we got him fired. We didn't. And then he goes into this. It's almost, it's not, I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. He's talking about how they didn't get him fired. They had nothing to do with it. But then he goes into how Kenny was right for the last group, not for us. We need a guy that's going to come in here and not make us run and has to understand. Uh, it's bizarre, dude. And so now I'm at the point I went from they are incredibly likable to my head spinning because I don't so, know what I'm listening to now. So Kevin Durant and Kyrie want to be co-coaches with I, Steve Nash. I'll, I'll tell you this. We're going to take a break. I got to get through the next minute of the conversation. I'll have a better understanding of what the hell they're trying to say. Because I heard Marco Belletti play the clips coming in. Yeah. And again, this is the thing about what we do and what headline writers do and what newspaper articles do. You take one comment or quote and you build a story around it without the full context of the quote. 
Is You're that a fair context to say? guy. Yes, you love the good the content. I do. Like I like to isolate certain phrases to have some fun with people. But when you're going to tell a legit story, you want to tell the story the right way. So I'm trying to understand what they what they mean by all this. And right now, I don't have a great understanding of it. I heard mm. the quotes; they sound horrendous. I'm not sure. Right. I'll know hopefully in another <laughs> seven or eight minutes after I go back outside for a few <laughs> to get through the next you know 60 seconds of the yeah. podcast. It's weird. Isolated. It sounds terrible. I mean, it sounds disrespectful to Steve Nash. It sounds like they basically hired a guy to come in just to make like the travel schedule for them, to let them know where they're going and what hotels, what hotel they're staying in. Right. That that uh, KD and like, Kyrie will be making. We got uh, the basketball game time decisions. Right. We sit there. You just tell us who's starting, and then we'll tell the guys on the floor what we're doing. That's what it sounds like. Hmm. It doesn't sound good. No. And you know the. <laughs> Boomer and Geo will have a field day with these. A field day. Something to distract us away from the Jets situation for today. You know what? I I think that's possible. I don't know that anything's going to distract us fully from the Jets situation. But yes, I think there's now two parts to my segments. The Jets and the Nets. Right. And, Jets you know, and Nets. The, the baseball the we'll get to too because there was some good baseball yesterday. But the Yankees didn't play. So whatever. There was some good baseball. There I was. Have a, I have a number of baseball things on my show sheet. Did you watch A's White Sox yesterday? I did not watch A's White Sox. It was actually A's a White really Sox. good game. You did not. Okay. Reds didn't score again. Well, how did they make the playoffs <laughs> if they can't score runs? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because they're a heavy home run team. Oh. And unless you're the Yankees, who in the past, by the way, have been shut down by good pitching with the home run ball, which yes. is why they haven't won the World Series in so long. If you're a heavy home run team and you run up against really good pitching, guess what happens? You, you don't, don't score. Hit, you right. don't hit home runs and thus don't score. But I saw this. It's the first team in a multiple game series to be shut out consecutive days. The Reds. Yeah, I that I don't Congrats. I that sounds wrong to me, but that's what I read. Right, when you think of the history of baseball, you think, again, this must have happened at some point. Yes, and I'm sure it has. I don't know that I believe that in the story, but that's what I read. You think someone could just be making that up? <laughs> no, I think they looked at the, the games wrong somewhere along the line. Oh, mistake. Someone does mistake. The, someone does the research somewhere, doesn't they? I they, would think so, yeah. They don't just put that in the game story. Yeah. Oh, this would be a great stat to throw in. Let's just throw this in and see if anyone catches it. Is it true? Not sure, but it looks good. <laughs> In this day and age, just put it out there, and it's true. Yes. That's what it feels like sometimes. You know what I like? I know the baseball purists sometimes get upset about things, you know, like the the old school guys, like old men. Yes. Who still love baseball. And I saw this thing, and I thought, old men who love baseball are not going to like this. That Fernando Tatis Jr. and Will Myers join only Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig as the only teammates in postseason history to have multiple homers in the same game. Yeah, again, that to me doesn't seem like it makes sense. Right, didn't Reggie Jackson hit three home runs? And... Yeah, but no one else hit two. <laughs> oh, right, someone would add it too. Are you listening to yourself or not? Sometimes. I sometimes But, but that said, that still seems like in 100 years of baseball, you're going to tell me this is only the second time it's happened? Especially, and I would figure it would happen this year because this year there's there have been so many games where guys hit two home runs in a game. Yeah, I guess just not enough. I love the Padres. I, I might become a Padres. I, you know what? They're fun to watch. And I was watching the game, too, and they put Jace Tingler on, um, you know, in between innings. And so they're talking to him. They're down 4 nothing, And I loved his take. He's like, you know what? We're just going to chip away. And he goes, we're going to have a big inning. 
and we're going to get this thing right. And I'm thinking, boy, this guy's not panicking at all as his pitcher is terrible. Their offense is doing nothing, and you're in the fourth inning already. And he was he was calm, cool, and collected. And the next thing you know, they score 11 runs and beat the Cardinals. Yeah, I love when they wear the old-school uniforms, Padres, that mustard yellow and brown. It was a good look yesterday. I love that ballpark, too. Yeah. Having been there, tremendous. Absolutely I, tremendous. I don't know why I didn't go. Like You said oh, you were going I, I to. I was in San Diego. They were you, playing the Tampa Rays. And you said and you were going go. to go. Yeah. And you didn't. And I didn't go. We got to take a break. I'm going to go listen to the next you know, minute and a half of this podcast. Yeah, right. And then we'll have more on the other side. It's the warm-up show until 6 with Boomer and Geo on the Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. All right, so I went through the next portion of this podcast, and this is what I'm talking about, Mr. Dukes. Very interesting. So after you hear the ridiculous comments from from Irving, from Kyrie, about this collaborative effort, we don't need a coach, basically, or we're, you know, whatever. He then, Durant then goes into, as the host basically talks about Nash's credentials as a superstar player, understanding the wars of the game, basically. And he's done it at the highest level. Now they have a guy who has done it at the highest level like they have, that they are on the same level, so that when he's got to chew them out on the bench, they understand it. And they're not going to be questioned like, who is this guy? You've never done it yourself. And all of a sudden, Durant goes into this whole thing about why Nash is the perfect fit for this team because of the respect that everyone will have when he walks in the door because he's Steve Nash, as opposed to just some guy that was a coach that's got no credentials on an NBA floor at the highest level. It, it's a, it's actually fascinating, because the one quote makes them sound horrendous. The next one, if you actually listen to it, makes sense. Hmm. I don't it's know interesting. what to make of that. Right, right. On the surface, it sounds like these are two guys with massive egos basically saying, we got this. You just sit there and make out a schedule for us. Then you listen to them talk, and they tell you why he's the perfect fit because when he's got to say something, we're going to listen because he's Steve Nash. But they still want it to be a collaborative coaching effort between Steve Nash, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie. Because they believe that they all have something unique to bring to the table. Interesting. It is interesting, actually. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing those clips beginning at 6. I'm already exhausted because I'm going to be arguing with Boomer and Gio about this now. Right, because Boomer doesn't like that case. Because they hate them. Took all that money and hasn't played yet. Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard. And I think G likes to get on Kyrie for being injured all the time, which is factual. There's nothing you can defend about that. Correct. Oh, I'm exhausted already. Very big news outside of sports. Which really? I think uh, if people are waking up to... Don't tell me an asteroid's going to hit us. ...may not have known this. No asteroid. But uh, President Trump has coronavirus. Oh, I that wasn't was aware fake of that. news, Sad. Is that true? Not fake news, Sad. That is true, that he and Melania have both tested positive for COVID-19. Wow. I did not see that. Yeah. Well, I think it happened uh, very late. 
But uh, Eddie told me now that the the Dow futures went in the tank because uh, the you know the stock market looks for any reason to panic. They'll be like, uh, no stocks are down today because uh, Apple didn't sell as many watches as they thought. Like what? The whole stock market? <laughs> I'm with you. I don't understand it for the life of me. The you'll see one day. Wow, the Dow has plunged 400 points because Chevy sold one less Colorado. Yes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'm with you, man. It's so weird. Like, really? Because Apple didn't sell enough watches? The entire Dow? I don't understand. Down? I don't get it. But I guess I understand this one more. If the president is uh, has coronavirus, it doesn't sound like he has any symptoms yet. Based but just on tested I, positive. Tested positive. Now the, now, all right, but now here's the question. Yeah. He did a debate two nights ago. Three nights yes. ago, Tuesday night. How many people already, was he in contact with? I already see people going, uh, and he didn't. He re, he doesn't wear a mask but the mask is to protect other people so him not wearing a mask didn't give him coronavirus you know what i'm saying according to the mask people that it's like to- well the mask protects you giving it to someone right right so, so him so him getting it didn't have anything to do with him not, not wearing oh no a mask. i figure people were saying that because what i was just saying how many people did he give it to yeah by not wearing a mask because you see I guess the bus driver from the Titans, because now we've got another, you know, another case we found out yesterday with Tennessee, which is why they're not playing this weekend at all, and they're going to play later in the season at some point with the Steelers. The bus driver for the Titans last week was the same bus driver that was driving the Astros around Minnesota. Really? So now the concern is, does he have it? Does the Astros have it? Did he pass it around? Yeah. Interesting. Not good. Not good when the president has uh, got a, got the disease, the corona. The virus. Although you, you know a ton of people are happy about it. Uh, probably. The anti-Trumpers, right? Probably so, yes. Yeah, that's probably so. Well, it's, it's kind of like the, uh, I forget what governor it was, where he was telling people that masks are silly, don't yeah. wear them, you'll be fine, and then he got coronavirus. Right. You know, that's, yeah, I mean, that's what happens. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of coronavirus, Jerry, uh, two teams, both the Falcons and the Panthers, uh, preparing for fans, and they both have uh, sort of robots that are going to help desanitize or sanitize the stadiums. The Very East- sexy robot. Very I sexy saw, robots. Okay, that's going to wear a miniskirt. Um, I did see, what stadium was it where they're going to be spraying the stadium with drones? That's the Falcons Oh, that's stadium. Atlanta? That's the Mercedes-Benz yeah. Dome? Yeah, they're going to use drones to spray the entire stadium after the fans are in there. Which is great. I guess and before, too. You mean when they're in there? No, not when they're in there. They're not going to soak them down with sanitizer. So that's fine, and that's that's wonderful. But this comes back to the same thing like G was talking about over the summer when the Broncos would make the players um, run through the spray to make sure if there's anything on them, they got rid of it. That's great. But if you have it, once you start talking to someone, you're spewing it. I would think so. So you can spray all you want in the dome. That's great. And that means it'll be clean when you get there. But if the people coming in have it, that's the problem. Correct. That's why you all, that's why the masks are important. That's why the Cowboys had, what, 20,000 there two weeks ago? I think they might slightly be increasing Sunday. I'm not sure. And I don't think they had any issues. They should give everybody a team mask. Those look cool. They are cool. Eddie's got the dolphin one he wears. Yeah, I like that. All like uh, the coaches all wear the mask that the black mask with the logo in the on one of the sides. Uh, you know what's so funny That's about this? Cool. You know what's on CBS Sports Network right now? Bull riding. Yeah, because that's pertinent to the conversation. No, a commercial for fanatics with the masks. Oh yes, and yes, the NFL logo commercial. masks. I'm like, why don't I have one of those? How about the timing of that? 
I wouldn't even know what team to get, Jerry. I'm a fan of so many NFL teams. What's that? I'm sorry. Eddie was saying something inappropriate in my headset. I said, I'm not sure what team I would even get for my mask because I'm a fan You're a of fraud. so many teams. Fraud. I don't, would I you get cannot a be mask? a fan of so many teams. That's not a fan, you jackass. A, a Cowboys mask, a Jets mask, which I don't know what to get. No, you got to get the Bucko Bruce. Uh, <laughs> if they had it. Just they the, don't. I, I looked for the Bucko Bruce one. They only have the current logo mask. That's that's no good. It's sad. Well, I mean, these masks are relatively new. Right. And they're not so, going to stamp them all with all different logos, right? I mean, you could do the different ones for the Giants if you wanted, like the one in the 80s that had the giant block across. The Jets have had different logos. Let's let's sell what we've got first. I want an orange Buccaneer mask with Bucko Bruce. That sends a statement. And then you get out of your stupid orange car. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look at this dork. (laughs) I'm just all orange. (laughs) And then the Carolina Panthers, they're using uh, a germ zapping robot. Okay. I think it's great. You know, it's innovative. The germ zapping robot's going to zap germs in the bathrooms, in the concession areas, suites, and other areas. Common areas in the stadium. Large-breasted robot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we'll get to a point at all this year where we can go to a Jet or Giant game? No, I don't either. No, this is our governor is shutting it down, Jerry. He's a Ugh. shut it down kind of guy. Do you think? Hmm, let's see. Do you think we'll have fans in the arenas after January first, hmm. Be- and before summer? No. You don't. I do not. So you think baseball season might be the first time we have fans yes. in New York, New Jersey? Correct. Well, that would be horribly disappointing. You're going to tell me I can't go to a Devil game this year if they play? No Devils games. So i got to wait for the Mets or the Yankees. Unless the Devils get this germ-zapping robot that the Carolina Panthers They might have, have it already. It's the Xenex Light Strike Robot. Xenex. Xenex. What do you think your, that goes ne- for? <laughs> I saw they go for $100,000. Jesus. I, I, that was in the article. Like, who built that so quickly? <laughs> and who think, gets on that? I think they, they, just, they just took the stop and shop robot that goes around looking for spills. <laughs> and just put Lysol in his hand? <laughs> yeah, they just have it shoot <laughs> germ zapping fluids. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that robot in the stop and shop is so big for what, and all it does is look for spills. I get. I've only seen it once. I haven't gone back oh to that gosh. store in a long time. Yeah, I, I saw my, it the one time. It freaked me out. It made me think of yeah. the gift that Rocky gave Paulie in uh, Rocky Four. Yeah, the big fake, the big robot. <laughs> yes. Now the one, the stop and shop I go to has the robot going around. It's wearing a mask. The robot. You're I kidding like that. me. I like when it's like when people have fun with it. Like that's well, fun. You know, you say that. So NYU Langone Hospital on First Avenue in Manhattan. Yeah, they've got this structure out front that's got a. It's a monster dog, like you know, fake. Obviously, it's like a fake 30, dog. It's like a thirty-foot fake dog with a cab on, like sitting on its head. It's weird, but they put a mask on the dog. Yes. So I, I could see your point. That is kind of funny. It's fun. It's a sign of the times. Someone else who's very fun, Jerry, is this Gardner Minshew. He's the quarterback of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. Uh, he had a great quote. I yes, guess I saw about, you put in the show uh, sheet. Great quote by Gardner yeah. Minshew. I guess about um, you know how people are are doubting him, and do you listen to the doubters? He said, to quote Vincent Van Gogh, people told him, you can't be a great painter. You only have one ear. You know what he said? I can't hear you. He make that up? I think he made that up. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. <laughs> but he can hear him. He's got another ear. 
Right, Vincent Van Gogh. Now he cut his ear off because a girl broke up with him. Eddie, the hell if I know. Nor do I care. Well, he he was uh, kind of messed up, you know, mm-hmm. psychologically, which is part of his genius. So, right, you know, he was uh, manic depressive or bipolar or something. And no meds back then. Yeah, and I don't know if he cut the ear off or the other suitor of the girl cut his ear off. I've no oh my idea. goodness. So it could I have been a cut fight own... over a girl. I yeah. thought he cut his own ear off, sent it to the girl to show his That's, love. That could totally be right. When, when, when was this? What, how many hundreds of years ago uh, is this? What is that? The nineteenth uh, century? Actually? Oh, definitely. I mean, are you kidding me? Vincent Who the Mango. hell knows? No way a girl's going to get your ear in the mail and go, "This is the guy for me." True love. <laughs> this is true love. By the way, was there mail back then? <laughs> yes, Pony Express, Jerry. <laughs> Wrong he was, continent, uh, but wasn't here though. He died in uh, 1890 where, in France. Right? Did they have it. mail in the 1870s? Yeah, oh, yeah. Did yes. they? Oh, for I don't sure. know. Yes. What was that movie with Kevin Costner based in? The Postman. Did you ever see that one? The Postman. I did not, I did not see that. It wasn't terrible. Was not good. It was not terrible though. It was interesting. Well, you got to scroll all the way through this uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Uh, Wikipedia, and there's not even a reference to his ear yet. By the way, you know it's funny. We always play the game with you about could you mention the um, could you name the first uh, the first name of the pitcher, the starting pitcher tonight? Yes. If you would have said what was Van Gogh's first name, <laughs> I'd be sitting here till next week. Joseph, <laughs> Donald, Joe Van- Jack. Oh, Joseph would have been great. He could have been Joe Van Gogh. Vincent, Vi- Vincent Vincent doesn't sound right to me. No. Yeah, Don McLean's other hit was Vincent uh, about Vincent. Van Gogh. Moses' other hit. American Pie. Oh, I know that. What's his first hit? Oh, uh, the other hit he had was uh, Vincent. That's Starry, what I just said. Starry Night. It's called Vincent. That's the name of it. Is Starry Starry the Night. The name of it is Vincent, but people Vincent. think it's called Starry Starry Night. It's about Van Gogh. Correct. Do I know this song? Because I don't if you know heard the title. It, you knew it, knew Maybe it. I'll come back from break with it. I like it. Why did Vincent Van Gogh cut off his ear? Uh, his left ear when tempers flared with Paul. Gauguin, your friend, your friend Paul. <laughs> no, the artist with whom he had been working for a while. Van Gogh's illness revealed itself. He began to hallucinate and uh, suffer attacks. During one of the attacks, he used a knife and cut his own ear oh, off. Geez. Okay, my goodness, that sounds awful. All what right. did Van Gogh do with his ear? <laughs> it, there's nothing about sending it in the mail to his girlfriend. We just see that. This is terrible. Paint your palette blue and it was a radio hit, right, Al? I guess. This was a radio hit? Harris Allen used to jam this out on WNEW. The woman he delivered his ear to was not a prostitute as previously thought, but a maid who had been injured by a What are we bite. doing right now? <laughs> Sports. <laughs> you're this playing is what, a terrible yeah. song, and you're talking about a guy cutting his ear off. This is what happens when the Jets are 0-4, <laughs> the Giants have no wins, and they're and playing Kyrie the Rams. opens his mouth. And the president has coronavirus. <laughs> and the president has coronavirus. We're comforting people oh right my now. God. Or making them drive off a cliff. <laughs> it's not a summer Friday, but it's what a Friday. All right. We're going to try and undepress you when we come back. And if we can't, Boomer and Geo will at the top of the. Shut up. <laughs> it's 552 on the fan. American Pie was better. You think? <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> Good Lord. Ay, ay, ay. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We have a radio.com sports minute with the great Amy Lawrence right now. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. A couple more minutes. If you're just waking up and you did not watch that mess last night in the Meadowlands, the Jets lost to the Broncos. The Jets are now 0-4. You got the NBA Finals coming back tonight. The Dodgers, Padres, Braves, A's all won yesterday. Yankees don't play till Monday. And we will have lots of sound from the Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving podcast coming up in a little while as well. What else, Al? Oh, and there's no need to panic. The president has coronavirus. Right, and that. But Other than that, the Jets lost, and the leader of the free world has COVID-19. Right, but again, not my deal, so I kind of leave that part out. All right, you'll leave that part out. Oh, by the way, people are telling me that Gardner Minshew and his quote about uh, Vincent Van Gogh not hearing the criticisms because he can't he had his ear cut off yeah uh they're telling me that came from a scene from the movie dinner with schmucks gardner Minshew. gardner miss you so the <laughs> dinner with... dinner with schmucks and I, okay. I i someone sent me the clip i was just getting to the vincent van gogh part when uh, we came back from break so not a real quote but a quote from a movie <laughs> yeah a quote okay. from a movie called dinner with gardner miss you gardner miss you you took miss that hook, you. line, and sinker. On the, too. On the van. Gardner, miss you. <laughs> Lightning players, Jerry, the Tampa Lightning players, they've been breaking COVID rules or letting fans you know drink from the Stanley and Cup. And they don't care. They won the Stanley <laughs> Cup. The season's over. What are you going to do? Suspend right. us for five games to start the season next year? So what? Yes. They, they made it through. They're fine. If they, got, if they have to deal with the repercussions. Wash your hands. Okay. Wash your hands. Yes, and your lips. And nope. your ears like Vincent Van Gogh. Do you believe the story that came out yesterday, Jerry, on the uh, Adam Schein? Was it Schein... from Dinner with Schmucks or was it No, this story? was a real story from the Adam Schein podcast. Mike Francesa was a guest saying that uh, Mike McCagnan used to call him to... Uh... It's Football oh, Friday on the fan, advice. and we're talking about last night's Jets-Broncos game and Sunday's Giants-Rams game. 